Hi everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Help, I'm an Adult, the podcast all about adulting from someone, me, going through the ups and downs of it all with you. So let's get into today's topic and hope you enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome back to Help, I'm an Adult podcast. Thank you guys for joining me today. It's Friday. It's a new episode of the podcast. And um, today I'm going to be kind of giving you almost like a dear diary um, talk. And I'm going to try, I want to try and make it as interactive as possible. Wherein I want you guys to help input as you listen. If you have any ideas, just write it down. Send me, send a DM to the Help I'm an Adult Instagram page and um, or comments in below if you're watching this on youtube and just kind of i need your advice basically is what this is and it's going to be your advice on finding my voice now before i go on i'm going to talk about like different areas in which like where i feel like i'm still not there yet and why i'm not why things are the way they are in that area and um any possible thing that any advice that you guys might have to help me through it or help somebody else who might be listening to this or watching this through the um understand and find help them find their voice that would be great but you know what to do before i go on why don't you if you're watching this on youtube hit subscribe um give this video a thumbs up and um again like i said comment below on any advice or anything else you want to see on the channel and if you're listening to this on audio and you haven't subscribed or followed on whatever platform is you're listening on please do so and i'll really appreciate that and um don't forget as well you can always share with people around you your friends colleagues anybody who you know can benefit from help i'm an adult so here we go um today i'm basically like i said i'm giving you guys a dead diary moment and it's all about finding my voice and um yeah it's something that I've, I've thought about i've been thinking about a lot this week or in the last few weeks anyway and um obviously it's you might think well sharon you got a podcast like how much of your voice like people are listening to this how much of your voice do you need to be heard but it's not about like the things I share on the podcast. Like I said, this podcast is technically my therapy session. And again, I've said this a million trillion times. It's it's almost like my diary as well. But I tend to give advice a lot on there. And here I'm kind kind of sharing something that I'm feeling a little stuck on, which is finding my voice in certain areas of life, basically. Not all areas, but in certain areas of my life. And um, in trying to like figure out where it is that I feel not heard and maybe not so confident in sharing in whatever environment I'm in, I've kind of listed out, I've summarized those areas and like what could be affecting my so-called, like my voice to be found basically. And those three areas, I wrote them down, are called for cultural reasons, possibly for lack of experience, and maybe because I'm just afraid to take risks. And um, I'm going to kind of break them down. So culturally, I'm Nigerian. Grew up in Nigeria for 12 years. Moved to England for Nigerian through and through. And now I'm also British. And I've um, acclimated to the British culture as well as the Nigerian culture. And within the Nigerian culture, and I would think in most cultures anyway, there's a thing of respecting your elders 
and not talking back and just it's almost like what they say is always right and you just got to go with it well at least that's how I thought of it when I was younger and um in all of that there's I feel like there's a part of me that's just not able to not defend myself but like speak up when I feel like I'm just like things are just a bit too OTT basically when it comes to certain areas and um, this is within family within when I speak to like aunties or uncles or well not necessarily blood aunties or uncles but that's what we call anyone older than you that's yeah anyway um but within the culture there is such a there's such a hype of respecting your elders but also now that I'm growing up well growing up grown up um and I'm realizing that even there was never really growing up as well there was never really that respect wasn't reciprocated so it wasn't I felt like elder anyone older than you or senior in whatever the environment is either within family within work within school they always felt like well I'm senior so I should get all the respect and they never respect their juniors back at first obviously growing up I never thought much about it but then obviously the more you understand what respect is and what that entails it is earned and you can't you just and um there's a lot of people out there in within that just don't respect people younger than them because they're like well you're younger than me you don't know a lot you've not lived so they feel like your opinion or your thoughts or how you feel about certain things are invalid and they try to kind of mute you and um that has definitely affected the way I interact with certain people in my life the way I interact with or the way I kind of like judge situation not judge situations but the way I, I take a stance on things when it comes to certain areas of my life and um, I carry the whole of course I'd respect people older than me people's more senior than me within the workplace but there are certain things that I'm like I might not agree with them but um, actually let me just say basically I realized that at some point the respect wasn't actually respect. It was more of fear of the consequences of not showing the respect that made you feel like you were respecting them. That's it. So I don't know if that made any sense. Basically, people who demand like when growing up elderly, when um, we're told to respect our elders and all of that. Yes, some of them are genuine. Yes, I respect my elders, all of this stuff. And then some of it, maybe even a lot of it was more of like, I kind of don't respect or like like what this person is saying or I agree with this person but out of the fear of like oh my god they're not going to like they're going to think I'm so rude and not respectful out of the fear of that and there's not really consequence to not having respect for somebody but like basically I grew up in a in a whole um what's it called it takes a village kind of environment to raise a kid so if you did something wrong you're people were finding out. So I, out of the fear of just being found out that you're either being rude or you were disrespectful, out of that, it's the fear of it that made you feel like you had to respect somebody who possibly did not deserve that respect. And, or maybe not deserve the respect, but you just did not feel like there was any point in showing respect to. But at the same time, yeah, the fear of not showing respect basically is what I feel like a lot of a lot of my childhood felt like that, now that I think about it. But now that I'm a grown person, obviously I'm understanding what that is. And um, 
now I'm kind of like to be fair I don't not that anything happened to me or anything like significant was like oh my gosh I was definitely scared of this person no it was just like the fear is not a fear of like they're going to do something to hurt you or do anything it's just constantly it's just I don't know how to explain it. It's such a cultural ingrained thing of like respect your elders. That as a younger person when you don't and like somebody like tells on you for not respecting your elders, you're just like, ugh. It's such a burden to carry when you just like I don't mean to be disrespectful, but respect is earned and they never feel like it's a thing that they have to earn. They feel like, yep, just because I'm older than you and I'm more senior than you, this is how it's this is how it is and I'm right and it's like not really, but okay, sure. And um, that has kind of worked with, I've carried all of that with me. Even at work now, like, I'm very conscious of the fact that even if I feel like I'm better than somebody who's supposedly senior than me and possibly older than me, I just will, like, just be quiet and be like, okay, cool. Um, Even though I know they're not probably doing a great job or anything like that, I just don't say anything. And um, that's obviously, I don't know if that's the right thing to do or not the right thing to do. But I just try to kind of like keep to myself. And maybe amongst my friends, I'll probably share my thoughts on it. But um, yeah, so I want to be able to actually be able to stand up and just be able to stand my ground more when it comes to um, kind of washing away that, like that whole concept of always respect your elders. So it was always respect your elders. There was no, in terms of, if they were right or if they were wrong, it's just always show them respect. And I don't, I can show respect and not agree with you. And that's great. But I feel like there are some people who take it too far and like demand respect even though I'm like, I don't, I don't need to show you respect. I don't know you like that. But yeah, so that's one of the things that, that's one of the areas culturally I'm trying to like break the mold of kind of being scared to speak up and like, argue a case basically against an elderly somebody older than me more senior than me and all of that jazz i keep saying elderly so i don't mean like old old people i just mean generally people older than me basically um this might just be a me thing i don't know if anybody else who's probably like of a mixed culture feels that way um i'm not saying like being british like there's no respect for older people there's just there's more of a thing about it in my in my Nigerian culture and possibly in African culture and possibly in other cultures. I don't know. But it's more of a thing than it. I feel like it is here in the UK. Um, but yeah, so that's one area that definitely I still feel a little mute on. And I kind of want to be able to stand up and just say, yeah, I don't agree with that. This is why I don't agree with it. It like... You just got to deal with it. I respect your opinion. I respect mine as the younger or less experienced or less lived person, basically. But yeah, so that's one. Point number two, like I said, is um, lack of experience. Now, this basically mainly applies to me at work um, or within the workplace. So I'm currently trying to like gain experience in a lot of in leadership areas within my team and um Honestly, it's not like I can't find my voice, but because I understand the dynamic of the job we do and the dynamic of my office, a lot of the time, at least previously, I'd found it difficult to be like, no, I want to I wanna dive in. I want to do this now. I want to be able to um, get the experience I need. I want, to f- I want it now, basically. And I found 
in the in the last few months i've just been able to like say nah i this is what i want to do i don't want to do this part anymore i want to grow if that meant so i'm just realizing that um this one i'm kind of figuring out on my own and it's working out i think so far it's just the fact that i just need to put myself into insert myself into those experiences fully and I should not be afraid to make mistakes even when I get into it. So even if I get the opportunity to lead something and I make a mistake, that's fine. I should not be scared to make that mistake. Um, also, when it comes to shadowing, I should always like, I need to take the opportunity to say, yes, I'll shadow somebody. Um, I need to take the opportunity to kind of just learn and um, ins- volunteer myself to basically say, do those roles. And, um, yeah, in the last few months, I've actually, like, got there. I'm getting there, sorry. I'm still not 100% there. And, again, because I don't have experience, like, a full experience in doing some of these roles, when I have to work with other people and other members of, um, of the team and of the office in other areas, it is somewhat difficult to do that because then I know that they... I know that they know I don't have experience and so then I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, can I say something? Is it okay to say something? Or do I keep quiet on this call? And um, yeah, I'm still walking through it. But that's that's something that um, always scares me. Not having experience is something that makes me kind of stay quiet sometimes. But I think I'm getting the hang of just being able to just say, okay, own it. Even if you're wrong, um, it's fine. And also allowing myself to ask questions like, asking a lot of questions um i want to say no question is a stupid question basically is what i need to keep telling myself so i can do that more often and um, my last point is being afraid to take risks so i am not somebody who takes risks whatsoever i am not a spontaneous person even when i want to be spontaneous i plan to be spontaneous weird i know um i don't if I don't know what the final result will be, I find it difficult to actually take a leap and do something. And um, yeah, that's kind of a problem. I understand that. I get that that's a, that could be a, that's not necessarily a good thing. But at the same time, it's not really a bad thing either. I am somebody who likes a definite solution to every problem, basically. So yeah, um, being afraid to take risks. I don't know how to kind of get out of that bubble. And um this, for example, okay, let me give a life example, is in terms of jobs, so, like, I'm browsing, I'm not, like, applying, I'm not fully applying to anything yet, but, like, in browsing for jobs and looking for jobs online, I see, like, okay, I can do that, I can tick that criteria, I can tick that criteria, but if I can't tick, like, 100% of it, I feel like I can't apply for that role, just because, again, it's a risk for me to put myself and be, like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this, and I'm like, I have no, and then if it's somehow I get the job, I'm always, I'm just scared of the fact that, oh no, they're going to find me out that I don't actually know how to do any of this other stuff, like, I can't lie on my CV per se, but like, they, I'm just like, oh my, I'm going to be fine, found out, the fear of being found out really like, freaks me out, so I don't apply for said roles, um, but yeah, that's one of the things. So I'm always, I'm afraid to take risks and I want to be able to take more risks. Um, especially when it comes to either career progression. Um, yeah, actually mainly that. There are areas of my life that right now I can't take risks in, but maybe in the future I will, which is like financially, I'm not somebody who will take any kind of risk financially. 
I want to be certain of what it is I'm investing in, if I'm investing in anything. And, um, yeah, so, like, even though I've said, like, this year, my finance is something I'm focusing on in terms of material thing to, like, grow and develop. But the risks and the moves I'm making in that side are not things that I think of as risky moves, which I'm okay with for now. When I'm in a place where I can take risks financially, I'll be happy. Well, I say I'll be happy to. I'll try my best to do so, obviously, with advice from professionals to know what to do. But yeah, so what I would like you guys' opinion on or advice on how you think I can kind of get myself to start taking little risks in either within um application job um applying for jobs, maybe even in terms of help I'm an adult as a channel. Um like I've said before that like advertising for this kind of I won't say cringes me out, but like I'm not somebody to be like, oh, so I'll send like sending you messages and be like, sending you a text every three four days. Be like, oh, go listen to this, go watch this, go. Da, da. I I find it very difficult to do that. It is kind of hard for me to do to do that anyway. And when I do, I do it on Instagram and I just like post on my story half the time and then I'm like I'm gone. I don't really monitor any of it, and um I won't be able to take more risks in that. Um, there's also yeah. What else is it? What other areas of my life do I need to take risks? Maybe in like, okay, don't, I'm not, I'm never going to take risks when it comes to <laughs> risks, when it comes to like dating and stuff. I don't think that's a, that's an area of my life that it's a no room for risks, risky moves, actually at this time in my life anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's, I just want to be able to, I just need your advice on like, how can I find my voice in um, areas of my life when it comes to either taking a risk when it comes to the fact that I might not have experience and when it comes to kind of fighting the cultural ingrained feelings and ingrained lessons ingrained yeah lessons that have been put in me growing up and now that I'm an adult per se I'm kind of finding how to find the habits to say no or to well actually I can say no not to say no, but to just basically be like, no, I don't want to do that. Or I don't agree with your opinion to somebody who's more senior than me, basically. So yeah, if in any way you guys can help, that would be very, 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 very great. I appreciate it. Um, Like I said, any advice you might have, if you're watching on YouTube, drop it in the comments, please. If you're listening on audio, Please feel free to send it to my IG um, DMs. Help, I am an adult. And um, also you can actually just email me your advice on helpiamanadult at gmail.com. Any of those would be helpful. That would be great. Um, I've kind of just let you guys into some of my kind of fears and things that I struggle with. And uh, I hope you guys are able to help me. And hopefully me sharing this, if you also feel the same way, let me know. Um... It'd be nice to just not feel alone in not being able to find our voices. Um, yeah, if it's a cultural thing for you, please share below. I would like to know how you've probably tackled it. Um, if you have other areas as well that you feel like you're still not able to find your voice and you've been able to summarize it, let me know those areas. Maybe I can help you with that and we can help each other out. We'll see how it goes. But um, I appreciate the love. Thank you guys again for tuning in to this episode i know it's not like any of the other ones i've done but um yeah i appreciate it 
don't forget again hit subscribe if you haven't if you're watching on youtube follow and subscribe if you're listening on audio as well on whatever platform it is you can also rate as well um on those platforms and on youtube thumbs up um yeah and i'll see you guys on the next episode of help i'm an adult bye everybody all right that's it for now i hope that was helpful and someone out there can relate so to stay up to date on all new episode drops, click that subscribe, follow or like button, depending on what platform you're listening on. Also, feel free to go share with your circle, with your people, anyone that can find this possibly helpful. On socials, you can go follow at help I am an adult on Instagram and on Facebook. So go follow and like us on there. Thank you all till next time. Happy adulting.